Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. I just appreciate the greatness of God, appreciate His Spirit, appreciate what I feel. If you'll turn in your Bible to Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 through 2 and 8 through 11, I was reading the other day. Brother Everett, I'd read this scripture many times, as most of us all have, and this just jumped out at me, so we'll get started. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 through 2 and 8 through 11 says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east of Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother. And the Bible said they fell down, worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. So tonight, for just a few moments, I want to talk to you about they open their treasures. They open their treasures. Join me in prayer. And the church said, Amen. In Jesus' name, let's give the Lord a big cheer and you can be seated. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What a service Sunday morning. Amen. From Brother Chris, Pastor, this great word. Amen. I, I say this a lot, Brother Jerry, but aren't you thankful that you can come to a midweek service, Brother Mike, and feel the presence of the Lord? Amen. I'm thankful, Brother Kenny, that they just don't mark it off for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Let's go to the house, Sister Mary. I'm thankful for the presence of God. Amen. Because can I tell you, anything's possible, Brother Allen, in the presence of God. Amen. And if we'll just get in there and just worship the Lord, Brother Darrell, and put our best effort into this amen and and that's what i thought about when i read it when it said said that when the wise men came they fell down and worshiped the child jesus and said when they opened their treasures pastor it said they presented 
unto him gifts. Amen. Can the Bible said they presented gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Can I tell you, Sister Cricket, I believe, I don't know whether it was in a chest. Brother Wayne, I don't know whether it was in a sack. I don't know how they got to their treasure. Amen. But, but Brother Junior, I don't believe they just reached around and said, you know, I got a broken this, or I got a dented this, or I got an old discarded this. Brother Rayleigh, I don't believe they dug through. I believe, I don't believe they stopped by the flea market, Brother Howell, on their way there, and, or they stopped by Walmart and see my friend Clarence, Sister Townsend, and said, you know, I'm just going to get something cheap. I'm just going to take something cheap. The Bible said they opened their treasures and they presented unto him gifts, Brother Brian. Can I tell you, when we come in the presence of God, we need to understand, Sister Carolyn, we're in the presence of God. Amen. This, this is God Almighty. Can I tell you, Sister Melinda, they, they just said, I'm just going to give Jesus my very best. And can I tell you, Brother Kenny, that's my prayer that I want God to get my very best. Because I understand this, Brother Jerry, that when God had an opportunity to call more than 12 legions of angels, Sister Ava, he just kept his mouth shut. Amen. Can I tell you, when I, when I was lost and undone, Sister Debbie, when I needed healing in my body, amen, when I needed deliverance in my life, Jesus made it happen. Gave me the very best. Amen. I often think about Sister Susan when he said, he said, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But Sister Lenny, he said that word, nevertheless. Oh, can I tell you, Brother Everett, when trouble and trials and aggravation come to my door, can I say, God, if it won't pass, Sister Donna, nevertheless, let me drink of it, amen, because God, if you're in it, I want to be right in the middle of it, Brother Junior, amen. Uh, me and Honey was talking the other day, and by the grace of God, the Lord's been doing some phenomenal things, Sister Kathy, in our life, and I told Honey, I said, I don't know what God's doing, but he's doing something. Amen. And Sister Sherry, we found out today some of the things that God's been doing. Amen. But I just, I could just feel Sister Townsend, God has been moving some mountains out of the way for a reason. Amen. And can I tell you, Sister Melinda, and I, Brother Chris said this, I think it was Sunday morning, God will never take you to a place that he can't deliver you out of that place. Amen. Sister Joy, it don't matter what the adversary of the devil says and speaks to you or what your friends or your family says to you. Aren't you thankful for God that put it in the words that he'll never leave you nor forsake you? Amen. Can I tell you, you can't put a price on that, Brother Orlando. You can't put a price on that promise. Amen. I, I thought about how that in Matthew 6 and 19 and 21 said, Lay not up yourself, lay not for yourself treasures upon the earth where moth and rust doeth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Can I tell you, we're in a society now that, Sister Peggy, they tell you to get more, get more, spend more, get more, spend more. Can I tell you, we're in an economy of serving God. God wants us to give away more. Come on now, church. Amen. God wants us to get to a place where we really do trust God. You know, I, was, I think I was talking to Honey about this. And, you know, it's easier to preach about the Hebrew children, those three Hebrew boys, Sister Donna, but it's another thing to, to get in the fire yourself. Amen? But can I tell you, if God got in their fire, Sister Donna, God will get in mine in your fire. Amen? Can I tell you, when we come to God, we need to present God our very best. We need to come to church with a mind made up to want to worship God. 
amen, to be a light to some lost and dying. So you, you know, I often think, I forgot who said this one time, but they said church makes friends out of people that ordinarily wouldn't be friends. Amen. Amen. I love what Brother Rayleigh said. I think I'm going to put it on the plaque one time. I was a people person until I met people. Amen. I'm going to put that on the plaque and put his name underneath. But you understand, if you've dealt with people more than one time, Sister Mandy, you understand how the trying of your faith can really work patience. Amen? Amen. Have you ever worked... Have you ever just worked with somebody and you just, man, you think, man, God's going to really do something for them and they just walk off from God and leave you behind? Amen? You just pray, you fast and you pray. Sister Carolyn, you just know God's going to set them a blaze of fire and they walk off and leave you and leave God too. But Sister Mary, I just want to be like old Peter. Amen? When he looked around and the dust had cleared and all he had was his 12, he said, are y'all going to leave me? I want to be like old Peter, says big. I want to say, where can I go? Amen. Where can I go? You got the words of eternal life. Amen, Sister Susan. Amen. We might just be passing through this thing. Amen. Amen. I was going to save this for later, but I'll go ahead and tell you. I had a very good friend of mine just... It just I don't know when he passed away. He went down and come back home and got double pneumonia and got put in the hospital. And, and, and I can tell you, Brother Jerry, just some days earlier, he had told me how he had just bought him a new truck, a truck to pull him a motorhome, just bought him a nice motorhome, had sold off some things, Sister Amy, to get his house in order because him and his wife was going to go traveling. Come on now, Brother Chris. Making big plans. And I tell you, he never come home, Brother Mike, out of the hospital. His family never got to see him again from the time that they dropped him off or took him to the hospital on that Sunday afternoon. The time that they got to see him, Brother Brian, they, they called him in on that Sunday and said, you can say your goodbyes. So, Jamie, can I tell you, Matt, me and that fellas broke breads and we've hugged and we've cried and and I thought this, if you was looking in a crowd of a thousand people, you, Brother Everett, you couldn't have picked him out as being the one that would have went. But can I tell you, church, you know when we read that in the Bible where his life's like a vapor, Sister Joy? Can I tell you? Somebody said one time, said, don't, don't be making plans about tomorrow. You say if the Lord's will, I'll do this and I'll do that. Amen, Brother Everett? Because only God, God holds tomorrow. Amen. Amen. God holds tomorrow. Can I tell you, that's why when we come to church, church, we got to give him our very, we got to be like the wise men. Amen. We got to just present it to him as a gift. You got to, the Bible said, present yourself, church, say self, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. He said, which is your reasonable, just the very least you can do. Oh, my God, Brother Jack, when I just think about what God's done for me. Man, I was just sitting over there thanking him, saying, God, I don't know why you let me hold your microphone, but I'm humbled that you do. Oh, Brother Mike, if I was God, I wouldn't let little Wayne hold my microphone. I know where little Wayne come from. Amen. But aren't you thankful, Brother Kenny, for a God that can change you? In one moment and one time can meet you on a road called straight and shine a light in your life brighter than the noonday sun. 
Amen. Aren't you thankful for that kind of power? And I'm moving on. Verse 20 said, he said, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doeth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Verse 21 said, for where your treasure is, where your treasure is. See, you ain't, Sister Michelle, you ain't got to look around very long at the person sitting beside you to find out where the treasure is. Because if your treasure's Jesus, is Amy, when you get to church, it don't matter what's going on around you. It don't matter how bad of a day you've had, Sister Susan. You just say, I got to get to church. Because I know something's going to happen, and it might happen on me. Woo! Woo! Let me get to church, Brother Hal. Only God knows what might happen in church. Amen. You might go to the mall, but you ain't going to get what you're going to get at church. Why you suppose the devil fights me and you so hard about going to church? Amen. Is it just me, Sister Avis, or do things tear up on church night or church morning? Somebody want to call and talk extra long, Sister Donna, on church time. Brother Jerry and them same people wouldn't call you on the non-church night. Because the devil knows what you're coming here for since the man is going to be good. Because the word of God is powerful and sharper than to any edge of sword. Oh, Brother Darrell, we just can't get too much of Jesus. Amen. I, they used to say, are you Jesus? You a Jesus man? Brother Huggins used to say, ain't a Jesus man. I'm, I'm not Jesus man only. I'm a Jesus man everything. Amen. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Sister Mary, I told him Sunday night, I want the devil to know who Wayne Williams is, amen. Not because of Wayne Williams is down there, because of the God that I serve, amen. I don't want to sit in the corner, amen. Can I tell you, the devil knew who Daniel was. The devil knew who Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was, amen. He knew who Peter and James and John was. Amen, church. Brother Rayleigh, I want him to know who Wayne Williams is, amen, not because of Wayne Williams, but because of the God that I serve. Because the Bible says there is nothing impossible to those that believe. I thought about how the preacher said in Ecclesiastes 2, 8 and 11 and 17 through 19, he said, I gather me also silver and gold and peculiar treasures. Of kings in the province, I got me men singers and women singers and delights of the sons of men and some musical instruments and that of all sorts. So I was great and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Think about that. Also, my wisdom remained with me. And verse 10 said, whatsoever my eyes desired. Come on now, church. I kept not from them. Let me just stop there for just a few moments. The other day, Sister Susan and I was looking in my closet just counting jackets because, you know, in Florida, it gets cold. It's cold out there now. Amen? Us old Floridians be grabbing jackets. I mean, you from Alaska or New York somewhere, this ain't cold. You just like summertime. But to a boy raised in Florida, this is cold. So I was just counting jackets. You know what I mean, Sister Then in another closet, we got some more jackets. In another closet, we got some more jackets. So, Sister Amy, what I'm saying is, you know, I got more jackets than I can wear if I wore them the rest of the winter. But what I'm saying is easy. It's easy to go and the devil just say, well, you just need that. See, that's, that's what Solomon was saying. He said, whatever, so ever my eyes desired, I kept not from them. 
Sister Kathy, can I tell you, the devil will bind you down with stuff. Amen. That's why the Lord said, freely you received. Come on, church, say that last part now. I know we all like that, freely receive. Amen. Throw your hand up in the air like this. Amen. But now when Jesus said, now who, who y'all want to give it away? They say, Everybody looks at Brother Larry Newber and said, he's talking to you. <laughs> Amen. But that's what I'm telling you. You can't get a blessing by hoarding things up, Brother Brian. You get a blessing by giving away. Amen. Can I tell you the honest way Jesus wants you to give him away, Brother Hal? Right. Yes, Amen. God, when we walk in, you know, I, I have to change my mindset because, you know, Brother Allen, I'm not used to him. In, in, I've never started a church, a church, you know, me and honey. And I let people walk right by me, Brother Jack, without putting a little card in their hand and telling them where the little church is. Amen. Because can I tell you, Pastor, that's part of building a church. Amen. Is putting a card in somebody's hand and inviting them. Because, Sister Michelle, you just never know what that person's going through. But can I tell you, we serve J-E-S-U-S. He can take care of it all. Amen. God can do that. So what I'm telling you, is, the, the preacher said, I withheld not from my heart any joy. He said, he said, whatever I wanted, Sister Debbie, he said, I just got that thing. Because see, the world will tell you, Brother Wayne, you want happiness, get you stuff. But Jesus said, if you want true happiness, Brother Kenny, give that stuff away. Can I just make a commercial break right here and tell you, Sister Debbie, only God would say that. Your accountant won't tell you that. Amen. Amen. Your best friends won't tell you that. Amen. I'm just going to drift here for just one minute. Have you ever kept something around the house? And the, my daddy used to say, well, you just never know when I might need that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sister? You just, we just, okay, y'all don't. But, but sometimes I keep stuff that I really don't. But, you know, you just never, you know, a little piece of board about that long. You just never know, Sister Debbie, you might need that little piece of board. Amen. So, so here's what I'm driving this car somewhere. Here's what I'm trying to tell you, Sister Michelle. God be moving on your heart to do something, to give away something or whatever. And the devil will pop up in your mind and say, you, you know, Brother Darrell, you just don't, you don't know. You might need that one day. But you're like little Wayne. You got 10 of those already at the house. They're just different colors, but you got 10 of them. So if you gave away nine of them, you'd still be ahead of the ball game. Amen. What I'm trying to tell you is God wants our very best. Amen. God, when you come before the presence of God, the, the wise men said, I'm just going to give you gold. I'm going to give you frankincense, and I'm going to give you myrrh. Right, I've got the very best I can get. I'm giving it to you. That's why the devil fights you so much when God's a moving. Amen. And, and, and God's wanting you to stick your hand up in the air. Maybe God's wanting you to step out in the aisle and raise your hands up. Get out of, I know we don't get in comfort zones, but get out of your comfort zone. Amen. We got to be like blind Bartimaeus. When we hear Jesus in the house, we need to start screaming. We need to say, self, you just sitting us here right here, but I'm getting up because I need something. I don't care if it makes my neighbor mad. It don't, I don't care if, it, if I show my, because I got to worship God. Blind Bartimaeus, they, the more they told him to be quiet, brother, everybody said he just grew louder. So the next time you're sitting in church, God's moving in your life, Brother Orlando, and the devil tells you to be quiet, I encourage you to get louder. Because I don't know about this, but somebody said one time, it just takes one match to start a big fire. 
Sister Amy, who's to say that you might be that one fight that starts a big revival in here in, in Hatchbend Apostolic Church? He might be waiting on just me and you, Sister Peggy, to stand up one night, throw our hands up in there, and say, God, if you can use anybody, you can use me. You can use me. Oh, Brother Jack, just be that willing vessel. Amen. Oh, I want to come to church and be used of God. I want to go to work and be used of God. I finally figured out how to be used of God, Sister Donna. Pastor said, just make yourself available. Amen? Make yourself available. Somebody also said, we need to pray. Build you an altar and pray. But the king have tried to turn that nod, nod up on prayer. And I was, the more I turn it up, the more the sleepy spirit shows up. So I'm going to outsmart the sleepy spirit. I'm going to start praying while I'm walking. Amen. If I start sleepwalking, running them oak trees, honey, I'll just have to find me the next morning. Amen. Because I'm serious about this, brother Mike. I got to get closer to God because I'm going to tell you something now. You don't have to be the most spiritual person on the team to look around and understand things are shaking up around here. Sister Lana, it's too late to run to the insurance and get some house fire insurance when your house is on fire. Amen. We better have some wood in the shed. Amen. Because the preacher said, where there's no wood, Brother Everett, the fire goes out. Don't let the fire go out with your walk in God. Don't be like their preacher and said, whatsoever my eyes desired, I kept not from them. And I withheld not my heart from any joy, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor. And this was my portion of all my labor. Verse 11 said, Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought and all the labor that I had labored to do, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit. And the church would say, Amen. Amen. And there was no profit on the sun, but 17 puts reality in the spotlight. The preacher said, Therefore I hated life. Think about this now, church. Because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me, for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun because I should leave it. Church, say leave it unto the man that shall be after me. Think about that, Sister Susan. It don't matter how much we store up, Sister Amanda. If God tarries and we pass through the grave, we're going to leave it, Sister Debbie, to somebody. The preacher said in verse 19, he said, And who knoweth whether he shall be a wise man or a fool, Brother Rayleigh? Yet shall he have rule over all my labor wherein I have labored and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. Think about that, church. This also is vanity. And Luke 6 and 45 says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringing forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh, Brother Kenny. So see, the world would tell you to get all this stuff. But Brother Jerry, they don't remind you that you're going to leave it to somebody if the Lord tarries. But can I tell you, Brother Jerry, if we get all the Jesus that we can poke inside of us, and we spread all the Jesus that we can just stay on, if... I'm going to talk to Brother Allen. Brother Allen, if we chase Jesus as hard as we, as little Wayne has chased materialistic goods, 
Only God knows how powerful I would be in Jesus. Can I tell you, it's easy to get caught up where the preacher's talking about right here. But can I tell you, Sister Joy, I want to set my treasures on the other side. Amen. Because can I understand the Lord said he'd bless you if you gave it? Come on now, church. Amen. If, if you're lacking a blessing, Brother Wayne, and I know Brother Wayne will stand up and say amen, the more you give, God will back up his word. And I know I'm tying that to money, Brother Hal, but can I tell you, if you'll give yourself, God will give more of him to you. If you'll set your clock up a little bit and spend time in prayer, Sister Amy, I'm confident that you're going to notice a difference in your walk with God. Amen? Brother Justin, if we'll invest our product and our opportunities in ourself, because you know a lot of us, Sister Melinda, don't want to invest that last person. Self. Because that costs us something, Brother Darrell. But if we want to be where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was, amen, if we want to be like Daniel, where people take notice that there's something different about our countenance, Sister Amanda, we got to spend time with the author of the book. See, the, the world and the devil would want us to get caught up where Solomon got caught up. But Sister Peggy, we're going to leave this stuff behind, or the Lord's going to burn it up, Sister Mary, with fervent heat. Amen. But I read in the, I think it was in Revelations chapter 14 today, the Bible said they rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Sister Lena, I want the works of Christ to follow me onto the other side. So I don't know about y'all, but what I felt here just a while ago, Brother Chris, was pretty powerful. Hey, man, you, you, you can't go to your superstore and get what we felt here a while ago. Can I step out on a limb and tell you, Sister Carolyn, you can't go into a lot of churches and feel what we felt here. Hey, man, can I tell you, a lot of, I'm just, just going to leave that alone. But, Brother Wayne, here's what I'm trying to tell you. You can't put a price tag on the joy that God can place in your heart. Oh, my God. And, and, and Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 6 and 7, says, For we brought nothing into this world. And he said, it is certain. Think about that. It is certain we can carry nothing out. But Sister Donna, what I can tell you is what we can carry with us is what we've done for Jesus. Sister Davis, that's all that's going to really matter. Amen. So I don't know about you, church, but I want to go to heaven more every day. Every day, I, when I think about heaven, I, and think about that I get to go and see the one that died, Sister Michelle, on an old rugged cross for my old wretched self, I want to go and just thank him and fall before him, amen. That's why every time I come to church, Sister Debbie, I want to give God my very best. I've heard Brother Arnold say more than one time, can you make it to heaven on your last service? Think about that, Brother Brian. Can you and I make it to heaven if this was our last service that we ever got to come to another one? My little dog, y'all know I talk about my animals. I hope I don't bore you with that, but my old dog's like me. He's old now. He's, he's 16. He's had a lot of problems like his owner has. But I'll tell you this, Brother Ever. I, I got to where, and I, I know I've said this, I go outside and pray with him a lot. He sleeps, I pray, but that's okay. But this is what I know while I'm sitting there with my hands on him and praying, Brother Ever. I, I know that death's, death's down the road from him. I understand that. Every time old death gets close, Brother Howe, I just keep praying. But one day God's going to say, no, little Wayne, it's over. Brother Kenny, this is, this is the point I'm trying to make is that 
there's going to come a day that Wayne can't do no more for Jesus. The Lord said, work while there's day. Because there's a night coming that no man's going to work. See, Brother Kenny, when I lay my eyes and close my little brown eyes for the last time, I want it to be right with God. I want him to know that when I come to his presence, I opened up my treasures and I gave a gift to God, which was a very gift, the very best, Sister Susan, I could give to God. And I'm hurrying to a close. Mark 5, 18 and 20 reads like this. And when he was come into the ship, he, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed that he might be with Jesus, be with him. Let me back up. I'm sorry. We're talking about Legion, and we all know the story about Legion. The Bible said he had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. Often he had been bound with fetters and chains, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But Sister Cricket, when he met a man called Jesus, his life changed. The Bible said that when the, the folks that had went to town, pastor, to tell them about how they had to get out of the hog business because them spirits that come out of Legion went in them and they had to get out of the hog business, Brother Orlando. But when they come back, this man called Legion, the Bible said he was sitting at the feet of Jesus clothed in his right mind. So I'm sorry, I pick up the story here at verse 18 and 20. It says, and when he was come talking about Legion into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him, talking about Jesus. Verse 19 says, Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home. Church, say, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee. He said, Go home. Says, Carolyn, can I tell you, if Jesus was about the man Jesus, he would have said, Huck on, hop on this boat with me, buddy. Every town that we go to, we're going to show you, we're going to put you out front. And you're going to stand here and you're going to show these scars off that you cut yourself with and how them band was on you. I'm going to let you give your personal testimony. See, Brother Brian, Jesus wasn't about that. Jesus come for more, one purpose. That was to die on old rugged cross for mine and your sins. That he might go to heaven and make a place. He said he went away to prepare a place for me and you. Sister Joy, that's how much he loved me and you, that he went away to prepare a place. He told the man called Legion, he said, go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. Let me stop right here real quickly. When's the last time we told somebody the great things that God has done for us and has had compassion on us, Sister Townsend? Because if you like little Wayne that's holding a microphone tonight, Brother Mike, nobody's ever done you like Jesus has done you. Amen. Brother Rayleigh, when I've been all alone in the darkness of dark, when I've been in a room full of 100 people, still just as lonely as I was all by myself in the dark, Sister Donna, but Jesus was right there. But this is what it said about a man called Legion. In verse 20, he said, And he departed and began to publish in Tobacalus how great things Jesus had done for him. And these last four words said, And all men did marvel. Brother Darrell, that's why the devil does not want you and I to tell our testimony. Can you imagine what kind of impact Legion had on his neighborhood when he went home? 
if he had a wife, if he had kids, if he had a mom and a daddy that was still alive, Sister Amy, the town said, we don't have no chance to helping you out, Sister Peggy. All we can do is throw you in the cemetery. And the best answer we got for you is we're going to lock you down. My brother Howell, when J-E-S-U-S showed up on the shore, Sister Debbie, there was help. When we go home, Brother Kenny, let people know what Jesus has done in mind in your life, men will marvel. Because I cannot tell you, Sister Amy, it, it's not. When you look around the world, there's too many people relying on the arm of flesh. Amen. Amen. But I can also tell you, Brother Jack, there's people looking for Jesus. The devil would tell you that they're not interested, but can I tell you, Jesus said, that's where we're supposed to go to the highways and the byways and compel. That's what Pastor just said, compel the people. Sister Debbie, you never know why we go through what we go through. It might just be for a testimony. Are you willing to be used of God, church? Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. Come on, church. If you need peace tonight, you need to get the Prince of Peace in your life. Because you can't find true peace in a bottle of any kind. You can't find true peace since it's on a 1-800 number. Amen. Because I'm convinced that even your family, your closest friends, because Debbie, sometimes you're going to run into things that they just can't help you with. Isaiah 26 and 3 says this, Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Come on now, sister. Perfect peace. But there's something me and you got to do, Sister Lana. Come on, church. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Brother Larry, because it says, because he trusted in thee. I don't know about y'all, but that makes Lil Wayne want to shout. Brother Chava, can I tell you, if I don't have peace in my life, God just gave me a recipe for it. He said, I need to get my mind on him, Brother Jerry. If you'll stand, I'm closing. We're talking about they opened their gifts and they gave their very best. So next time you're getting ready for church, next time you're getting ready to go out and witness, the next time you're getting ready to go to work, be that example. Thought about, and I know probably some of y'all have heard this, but I want to tell it again if you don't mind. Y'all know I love honey. I, she's put up with me a long time, so I do love honey. And I'm thinking I'm one of the most important peoples in her life. I think that. It ain't always true. Them grandsons come around. <laughs> Lil Wayne has to go to the back of the class. He don't get to play with them grandboys because that's nanas. I remember one morning, we would get up about 3.30, and uh, Brother Wayne, my chores that early in the morning is get something ready for the dog get her out of the house so I can enjoy my time. And so <laughs> I, uh, I said, honey, I, I think I got a fever. And she said, you think you got a fever? 
Now, you understand when honey gets ready to go to work, says Cricket, it don't matter if there's dead bodies. I'm just telling you the truth. She'll say amen to that. She don't care. She walk out and forgot her water. She's forgot her name badge because she got to get out of that door right at that time, said Susan. So I said, honey, I, I think I got a fever. I need you to pray for me. She said, you ain't got no fever. I said, now how can you tell that quick? I said, honey, I really got a fever. You need to pray for me. She said, in Jesus' name, touch him in Jesus' name. And she just walked right on out the door. Now, there wasn't no time of hugging. There wasn't no time of just, you are my best husband I've ever had. And none of that. And Brother Kenny, in about two hours, I got to feeling better. Amen? So here's my point. She didn't have to get the oil out and rub me down like a grease pig. I wanted her to, but she didn't. But what I'm trying to tell you, Brother Wayne, when you treasures, when your treasure, your treasure is Jesus. Jesus to take care of you. It don't always, you don't have to call Pastor Boyd to come out here and lay hands on you. Sometimes you may have to lay hands on yourself. Come on now, church. But if you'll make him your treasure, and he'll give you that perfect peace, Brother Everett, that he, we just read about. Let's worship. I feel the Lord in this house tonight. He's worthy. Let's just worship the Lord for just a few more moments. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.